With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. And welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe. And this week, I am joined by two out of three, well, out of four, because I'm not including, I wasn't including me for some reason, but I'm joined by two other members of the Saxy Ladies. And if you don't know what the Saxy Ladies are, the name was created by Carla because Carla loves the saxophone so much. She had to sell, <laughs> so celebrate much. it so much, which there was a TikTok I saw today and I shared it with the sexy ladies. And I don't know if Carla watched it where this I TikToker- I was in no rush to look at it. <laughs> this TikToker said, can you name one song that is made worse by saxophone in there? You can't. You can't is what he said. It's all of them. <laughs> But the sexy ladies are Carla, Meg, Tiff, and I. And unfortunately, Meg could not make it, but I do have Carla and Tiff with me. And Carla, of course, is co-host with Meg, the podcast Bedwed or Behead, which I hear they have some new episodes coming soon. All I can say is that if you like Pedro Pascal, you are you're in the right place i was gonna say if your first episode back isn't about pedro pascal i would be so shocked i would be shocked too i would be shocked too and that's why we're doing i don't know that we're doing them back to to back we might space them out but we're doing not one but two pedro pascal centered episodes wow you know why you know why aaron do you know why because Because we can because we can (laughs) And then next up will be the uh, they'll play with saxophone characters. Characters that played saxophones, right, Carla? <laughs> Ma'am, absolutely not. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then Tiff, of course, is that podcast guest that everybody wants on their show, right? You know, what can I say? <laughs> Except I do my homework. And I'm here for you all. Yes. With Voss. She does. <laughs> With Voss. From, from her grand piano room. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the actual episode here. Come on, people, focus. <laughs> That's okay. more me than anybody else. 
<laughs> yes, this week you will notice I my brain is somewhere else. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere else, and hopefully I find it again. So, Carla, what is one thing you're into right now? The thing that I'm into right now, and I actually just came upon it today, because let me let me tell you, I've been watching like all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff, a bunch of movies, a bunch of TV shows. And even though I've watched some great ones, and for that, I'm going to give yet another shout out to Poker Face if you haven't checked that out. Again, Natasha Leone, need I say more? But what caught my eye this afternoon was a show called Red Rose on Netflix. It's a horror show, and it's about a group of teenagers. And okay, so check this out. So this one teenager has a mom who's dead. That's not a spoiler. She's been dead. And you know that she's dead because they talk about it constantly. And then she's like, oh, I'm sad because I'm a teenager and I don't know where, I, where I'm going with my life. And it's summer and I need drama. So um, maybe I'll just make everything about myself and also include missing my mom in all of that. And then stuff happens because supernatural things happen. And then her mom's talking to her, but is her mom talking to her or is it another force? Oh my gosh. And then stuff happens. And then like the friend also gets involved with all of this and more stuff happens. Aaron, can you believe more stuff happens? So stuff keeps happening and it's horror type stuff. And like, it's creepy, not crawly though, because most people just are, are standing or sitting or laying. They're not really crawling anywhere, but it's creepy and it's fun. And even though it only has 6.4 out of 10 IMDb's, whatever those would be. Um, IMDb's. <laughs> yes, it only has that many IMDb's. I still think it's fun. I don't think it's great. I think it's fun. And the one thing where kind of and I'm going to tell you this it's not it's spoiler light because here's what happens so in the movie the song Barbie Girl you know the, that that fine piece of of uh, nostalgia that was ever present in our lives not too long ago um makes an appearance in this and then there's a sad thing that happens and then they play a slowed down choral version of Barbie Girl and in, in a moment that's supposed to be serious and sad and you cannot take it seriously because it's Barbie girl. I don't care how beautifully you sing it and how instrumental and acoustic and whatever you want to make it. It's still, I am a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. It's not, it's not like a, a, a touching song. What are you trying to do? Like, let it go. It's just supposed to be fun. And if it's not fun, then it's just weird. And it's not fun weird. Like, what are you doing? You know, go back to your cave and, and pick a better song. Because clearly, only somebody who has been in a cave listens to that song and says, you know what would be great? Slowing it down. <laughs> Where is this again? It's on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I must have missed that part. Because, But... <laughs> I may also not have said that, so that might have contributed to your not remembering where I said it. I think wouldn't it be interesting if in the movie Barbie, the Greta Gerwig movie, if they if they played that song? <laughs> See now that's where it would make sense to play that song. And because I it's like it's gonna be like a comedy, you know, even if they, they played a slow down version, it would make sense and it would probably be hilarious. But other than that, people, Barbie song is not a hilarious song. It's not a sad it's a hilarious song. It's not a sad song. It's no. an annoying 
flipping song that now I'm going to have stuck my head on. Like, thank you, Carla. <laughs> you know what would make you feel better? If you went to party. Ah, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Well, Tiff, <laughs> what song are you going to get into my head with what you're into right well, now? Well, now all I have is Barbie Girl in my head. It's like an earwig. It's just, I mean, I it's in there now. It's burrowed. It's burrowing. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate okay, Barbie, it. let's go party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if it has to happen to me, it has to happen to you. Clearly. <laughs> We're all supposed to suffer, right? Fantastic. Yeah, so what am I into right now? Okay, well, yesterday I I told you my algorithm for Netflix is still all jacked up. I still don't know what's going on with it. But so MH370, The Plane That Disappeared, the Netflix series came on, came up. So I was like, okay, well, let's take a gander at this. So I got through about three quarters of the first episode. And as a docuseries, it's a little bit too dramatic for me as a docuseries. And yes, they interview people. You know, they tug at your heartstrings because they do interview People that are, um, that lost, you know, obviously their families. They talked to one woman whose husband was part of the crew. They talked to one guy whose whole family was on the plane. Of course, there are um, conspiracy theorists about what happened and why the Malaysian government was not on the ball with the uh, investigation and with the search and possible rescue. But I'm like, okay, if the plane disappears, then the plane disappears. You know, you're not going to be rescuing anybody more than like but yeah so that's what i watch because you know netflix is still being pretty stupid to me right now so yeah mh370 playing it disappeared but you don't seem too enthused about it so. i can't tell you if i'm going to finish this or not um because yeah it's, it's not great it's not it's not great that was the most lukewarm. <laughs> I think you're enthusiastic about hate watching it possibly in the future. Possibly, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Possibly, potentially, yeah. If it if I do finish it, it will definitely be a hate watch. For sure. Uh well, I was trying to think, what am I into right now? Honestly, I mean, I've been watching a lot of stuff. It's not like I'm not watching a lot of stuff. Most of it's been in preparation for the Oscars and so go listen to our Oscars episodes because by the time this drops, we will have known who won. And, you know, there will be that shocking win in some category. I'm I'm hoping best actor Colin Farrell all of a sudden he wins. <laughs> sorry, Brendan, but I hate that movie. And sorry, Austin, but we don't need another Elvis. So anyway. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I got that. We don't need another hero. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to say is so stupid. It's the same. It's like what I said last week was so silly with Chris Pine. I'm really into my TikTok for you page for our podcast. It is amazing. It is the weirdest mix. It's a bunch of clips from The Office, community clips. A bunch of the Banshees of Sharon and Colin Farrell stuff mixed in with all of a sudden Bones and All stuff. And then 
Depeche Mode. And then randomly, I'll get these people that I'm like, who is this actor? I don't even know where you're even. And then all of a sudden, 70s songs. <laughs> I was like, why? They're like, here, guess the 70s song or something like that. Or it'll be like, here are all these 70s songs from this year. And then it'll be some kind of like a horoscope thing. And then randomly some dog stuff. So it's a very random, weird mix, but I really love it. I know, I know Carla personally is loving my For You page right now because <laughs> I've been sending her stuff like crazy. <laughs> like I sent her like eight, eight banshees of Inishira stuff the other day. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> You know what's funny? I, I think it's funny that, that you're like, Oh my gosh, Carla's getting so much Banshee stuff as if I'm not getting like a thousand Pedro things from Meg. Oh, that's true. So <laughs> that's, that's also in my For You pages, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Every other one. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yes, I get those from Meg too. So <laughs> I'm like, I see there's a message from Meg. I'm like, let's see. It's probably Pedro Pascal. <laughs> like nine times out of ten it is. And they're usually nine nine tiktoks <laughs> usually all, 10 TikToks. All, the <laughs> all the time yep yep oh and i'm also getting cocaine bear mixes that people <laughs> are doing which are amazing the best ones are there are so many ones that are like women power because cocaine bear is a, fe- is a, is a female and so <laughs> i love how people are running with that and you know because it makes her better and there was a tiktok i saw where someone had done like a thing saying, you know, I support women's rights, but I also support women's wrongs over cocaine bear because, you know, cocaine bear murders people. And someone commented, it's so ridiculous because a male bear is more powerful than a female bear. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. I, I they, just, I they, love- they gatekept a bear on, cake, on cocaine. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we got gatekeeping for a bear on cocaine. Wow. They're like, that was the most unrealistic part of the movie. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how many superhero posters they have had in their life. And I want to know who their favorite Marvel character is. I want to know who their favorite character in Star Wars is. And then they can talk about the realism of cocaine bear i'm like give me a seriously you have to seriously some man had to do that had to because you know that person was probably sitting there watching the movie going they had to make it a female (laughs) i can't believe that they made a woke film about bears bears on cocaine This is Obama's America that we're living in, apparently, because all of these female bears that are getting cocaine and being stronger than male bears. And I bet you the plant that the cocaine came from was a female plant. <laughs> no, that's what you'll have you believe. But you know what? You know what? Cocaine only comes from the male plant. But that's not what the mainstream media wants you to believe. 
But it was the weirdest flipping thing. I was like, it just goes to prove men just cannot let you just have one flipping thing. It's a fucking bear on cocaine. Can we live? Can we live? Can the bear just be on cocaine? Can we live? <laughs> um, I'm sure when, because... Um, this is a bit of a spoiler. It's a line from the movie when you find out that the bear is female. So I don't know if Carla and Tiff want to hear this line. You don't care. Okay. Well, the bear is on top of somebody, passed out, but still alive. And someone says, we need to get him off of him. And the person that she's lying on says, it's a female. And they're like, how do you know? Because her vagina is on my ear. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's one of the best lines in the movie. <laughs> and Whoa. it's delivered totally straight. It's amazing. There is absolutely no way I could ever deliver that line. No way. No how. This is exactly why I'm not an actor, because of a line like that. If I got a script and it was like, you want me to say what? <laughs> there is no vaginas on my ear. I heard that the first draft it was going to be a male bear because, and we know this because the bear is on top. The bear, if the bear is on top, it is a male. That's how you know it is a male because it was on top. Therefore, and henceforth, and abacus, we know that it was a woke agenda that had them change that to a female bear. It's because it was directed by a woman. That's a what woman director, <laughs> not my Hollywood. But anyway, so. Men, get over your fucking selves, okay? Jeez. Okay. My gosh. Men, just go take some cocaine and chill out. <laughs> I I feel like I should add a note here. We are not promoting the use of drugs on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding, FBI. I'm just kidding, FBI agent. Morris, I see you. I see you, Morris. It was a joke, Morris. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, okay, well, we're going to move on to what is one thing in pop culture or fandom news that is making you very happy, like my For You page makes me, or making you feel like that commentator <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Carla. Well, I mean, you can tell that I'm putting my um, my Dick Van Dyke School of Accents degree to good use. I feel um, like you have a master's now. You know what? I should, but, you know, got to talk to him and it's a whole thing. But, okay, so the thing, and I don't even go here anymore. So this is like a supernatural fandom thing. 
And it's hilarious because even though Meg is not here, her presence is felt. So here's what happened. So like an hour ago or so, she messaged me and she said that um, that apparently somebody, and I won't say who, but it's probably that guy who thinks he's acting when he's only huffing and puffing and like blowing his hair out of his face, was intimating or outright stating that uh, Misha Collins was not the third lead in Supernatural. And so people are, you know, the fandom, they're up in arms. And I've like, sorry, fandom, but I've, I've muted a lot of terms. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm out of the loop on and it's made my life so much better. So if it helps me, it might help you, you know, like if you're also like, Oh, this is really annoying. Just mute, mute, mute things, mute terms, mute people. It's fantastic. But here's the thing. Yeah. I don't go here anymore. I don't really care very much about all of that stuff. But I do think much like Meg does that it's hilarious that anybody would say that a person who has been in almost half of the episodes and at least by far the most uh, frequent person to appear who is not either Jordanson uncles or Jerpard. And you're telling me that he wasn't a lead one. First of all, he was in like all of the posters Second of all, a great deal of the storyline revolved around his character. And thirdly, when his, like all 50,000 times that his character was killed off, he had to be brought back because ratings started tanking. So, like, mm, that seems a little bit disingenuous to me. But mostly, I just, it, it's not even like a matter of, of like, I'm, my heart burns about this or anything. I just think it's really funny that it has been almost three years since the show ended and people are still arguing about something as ridiculous as this. Like, you know, there are other shows too. There are other things to watch. There there are <clears throat> better things to watch. Maybe spend your time on other properties. I thought you were going to be talking about the whole, like, um, discourse over that show, the show The Winchesters, which... We did a um, Patreon-only episode covering the Winchesters. Uh, you can listen to that if you become a me- member. And Meg's on that, and so is Paula. And they had their season finale. Could end up being their series finale. Who knows? And I won't spoil it for people, but a certain character, even though everywhere you look, you're going to get spoiled for it, but a certain character was there. So I thought oh, that's what you were going to talk Okay, about. but is this about the turtleneck? No, I, no, just the fact that that the character appeared. Spoilers: Dean was there, I, and so the fact that he appeared caused a great discourse. You know, I mean, a lot of people on one side of the fandom are hate this show because of the fact that you know Jared <laughs> Jared wasn't in it, so they're upset about that, and so they hate this show no matter what, and so they were very pissed about this, and. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but honestly, that faction of the fandom is mad about everything. And they find a way to tie it back to that dude. So I don't really give them a lot of, you know, everything grain of salt, like boulders of salt. But that tells you. Oh, no, no, no. But that, that, just, that just shows you how well my, my muting is working that I did not hear about any of that like I, I knew about the appearance but i knew that there was like talk about people not liking the outfit that he wore yes that's and true. i'm like again 
there are better things to do with one's time than worry about an outfit that, by the way, he looked really good in. I'm just throwing that out there. As much as I don't want to be, you know, um, uh, compromised in my uh, flutters by useless white men, that that picture did things to me that it I prayed it should it wouldn't happen. Yet here we are. He looked good, but it was so not Dean. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was not, but you know what? I mean, like, let's think about how long he's been in heaven and he's had time to wear something different. And maybe he's like, you know what? I kind of like this. My Dean would never. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really care at all about it. Dean is my favorite, all-time favorite character that'll never change. But, (laughs) I mean, I I care about it to the extent that I will admit I, I have this habit of I search out this stuff on the supernatural thing because like I search some of these people that are on that um, Winces side is really the side of the fandom. And I look at their discourse because I find it really honestly kind of amusing. So it's like this weird bad habit that I have. So <laughs> I will go and I'll look for that discourse and I just read it and it amuses me to no end. I'm sorry if you're part of that fan. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of people. It's just well, maybe I am, but I, <laughs> I am if that helps. You get a carte blanche <laughs> permission <laughs> to make fun of people who prop up incest, okay? Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean, let's just say. You can make fun of those people all day long. But it's fictional, Tiff. <laughs> it's incest. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, seriously. That's like, that's like, the, that's like people like looking at the Folgers Christmas incest commercial and being like, <laughs> oh, I find it so beautiful. It's just really touching and heartwarming. It's incest. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I I do. I go and look, and now if any of them listen to this, they're gonna block me, and I won't be able to have my fun anymore. But <laughs> that's what burner accounts are for, baby. <laughs> I know because they already a bunch of them, and I never interacted with them. Blocked me on my personal Twitter, <laughs> and I never had any interaction with them. <laughs> This was years ago that they did this when I was really into the fandom and like actually tweeted a lot about it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, Tiff, what is what is getting you excited or making you want to cry? Or, I don't want you to cry. So, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to because I know I know my good our good friend, our good our our sister in saxiness, Meg would be commiserating with me on this. The fact that Disney plus has the Mandalorian out now, season three, watch it people. It's fantastic. But the last three episodes of the book of Boba Fett were not anything about Boba Fett. As Meg said, it was the Mandalorian 2.5. It was legitimately all about the Mandalorian. What the heck, Disney Plus? Because Dear Daughter and I, we tried to watch the Book of Boba Fett. We got through an episode of a half and we were like, you know what? Not for us. We're not going to watch this anymore. 
Did we know anything about this, about those last three episodes? Absolutely not until our sister in sexiness, Meg, told us that you need to watch it before The Mandalorian comes out, before season three comes out, or else you're going to be completely lost. So if you don't have a sexy sister to tell you these things, Disney Plus, what are you doing? What are you doing to your fan base? I'm so irritated by this. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but then I was like, no, somebody else wants to say something. So no. So what were you going to say? Grogu is still so cute. Oh my gosh. That is an eternal truth. My, um, my youngest, the the three-year-old, she's almost four. She was like, does he have legs? It's a valid question, baby. Yes, that's a very valid question. Those robes, don't tell us anything. She's like the robes. She's like, I can't see his legs. You know what I want to know? What? What I want to know is since since Din has no training on any kind of child rearing, let alone from another like species of being, like, does he know, you know, what it needs to go potty? What do they do for, does he keep the clothing clean in any way? I don't know. Does, I mean, does he wear, does he wear pull-ups? Right? (laughs) Maybe. That's why those robes are so baggy, to hide the (laughs) pull-ups. To hide the pull-up? The space (laughs) pull-ups. And where, where do they keep them? Where do they store the, that ship, the new ship is really small. Where are they keeping all of their waste? I don't know. Where are they keeping the waste? Where are they keeping the food? Where are the yes. I mean, yes. I mean, I know Grogu, he eats like pretty much anything. He loves, you know, he loves frogs. But <laughs> Yes, but like <laughs> I don't see any I mean, there's no like frogs just out there for him to eat. Like he has right. to eat somewhere like, that has frogs. Bless the poor baby. Does does Din like have, you know, Grogu formula aboard? I don't think or, he because wants- th- th- this poor baby's constantly like scavenging you know, yes. other beings like eating people's um, unfertilized frog eggs. Basically, he does. He, I mean, he he's like Grogu just will eat anything and everything. He is a total dumpster dive baby. Yes, I mean, I find it adorable. Not that I would want my children to do that in real life, but <laughs> for a little baby Yoda, it's adorable, especially in those little ropes. And where is space DCF? It's my question. I just, I mean, hello. I need, yeah, yeah. I need Den to get with it. I need to get him to get with the times. At least get a diaper bag. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Someday I'll watch the show. Maybe I don't know what it'll be like. Wait, <laughs> I if anything, like- just watch it for Grogu because he is adorable. He is absolutely adorable. Like, you can't get any cuter than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say something serious, I, I, um, but <laughs> I kind of keeping with the way where this episode is going so far, uh, I'm not going to do that. So, and our last topic is not serious, serious. So, instead, uh, if people didn't miss this news, um, Bob Odenkirk is starring in a remake. Of Tommy Wysu's The Room. Wow! <laughs> Carla and Tiff do not like this. Wow! 
Okay, maybe I want to share something else then. I just thought it was amusing. I thought it was funny. I really have not a huge opinion on this. I just think it's funny. And apparently this really disgusted both Carla and Tiff. No, um, I'm just perplexed. Like, why? <laughs> why is anybody doing this at all? I'm a bit confused by it, but, you know, I, Bob can do whatever he wants to do because, you know, Bob has come back from that heart attack. He's doing well. He's doing great. Go, Bob. Do you. Well, and he said, I tried my best to sell every line, okay? And some of these lines are, you are tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I'm trying to deliver it the best way I can from that, from the movie. And then, um, I kill you, you bastard. You couldn't kill me. You tried. You betrayed me. You're no good. You, you're just a chicken. Chip, 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 chip. <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you don't, you don't, do, do either of you know this movie? Like, passingly, because a million yeah. years ago and then never again. And shut it out of my mind. Yeah. No, this movie does not. No. (laughs) Or this one. Johnny walks to the apartment rooftop. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. Throws water bottle. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) That is is award winning right there. That's award winning. Can't get any better than that. This is one of these movies that is a has become a staple of midnight movies. It is a really horrible movie, but people love it because it's so bad, it's good. The lead performance is so bad. You heard that? <laughs> That's why I'm just curious to watch Bob Odenkirk, who is a fantastic actor, doing this and giving his all to those lines. He'd be playing Johnny is what it sounds like, which is the main character who delivered those lines. I just think it's funny and interesting. A lot of people are like, this has to be a joke. And he went on social media and said, no, this is really true. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe it'll turn out to be a joke. But um, yeah, so I thought it was funny. I, I love B movies. Um, uh, you know, someday we will talk about killer clowns from outer space on this podcast. Cause I love that movie so damn much. <laughs> I've seen that movie a lot of times I own it. And yeah, it used to be one of my movies that when I would be home from school sick, it would, I would watch it on, it'd be on cable all the time. And yeah. So anyway, well, I guess I shared that with the wrong crowd. <laughs> We apologize for our lack of enthusiasm and abundance of what the hell face. Yes. We'll do better. Promise. <laughs> I, was like, I make no like, promises. Maybe they're like, they can't remake this classic. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was yeah. my exact yes, yes. <laughs> That was my exact reaction to that. Absolutely. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> you have to watch all these videos of the way Tommy Wiseau delivers that line. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> After he's just yelled and screamed. Anyway. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So now to better, more high-class fare than the room. Although I don't know how you can beat that. The room and... I've shared some great stuff, the room and talking about cocaine bear and, you know, all that stuff. So it's Women's History Month. So I know, you know, I know it's probably weird to everybody that we don't do anything for this month. But the way I see it is we're doing something 365 days a year. So that's why I I don't know. I don't know if my panelists think it's weird that we don't do something this month, but but we're doing something right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that every day on its abandoned thing pod is a celebration of women and their accomplishments. Many claps. Many claps. Amen. Uh, <laughs> so since it is Women's History Month, I just want to give my panelists a chance to shout out any female creators or any pieces of media that they would like to shine a light on. Carla? I would love that. Okay, first, I'm going to give a shout out to somebody that my son loves. Because, as you know, as a parent, our entertainment largely comes from the things that they watch because we frankly have no choice. So he is very into dominoes and uh, not playing dominoes. Like, you know, you're at a park somewhere and you sit down with like the Cuban tios and they're like doing the, the, the thing with their cafecitos and whatever. Oh, that would be really cool. But like, you know, uh, making domino art and then setting them up so that they fall and then they make cool patterns and stuff. His favorite YouTuber is Havish5, and her name is Lily Havish, and she's a professional domino artist and, and YouTube creator, and she um, she designs and builds these amazing domino things, and she also does, like, little breakdowns of what she does, and they're, they're actually a lot of fun, even for somebody like me, who is not really interested in all of this. I think that she is cool and interesting. I also like that she is a female content creator in a space just, just way overrun with, with boys and men. And when it comes to things like this, where it's like a builder, whether it's um, Lego or Domino's, it's so many men. And I really like that she is one of my son's favorites. So yay, kiddo, great taste. Another one that I like very much is Nime Indolo. And she is in, she's like in, in every platform, basically, but primarily TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And her content, she has like this big variety of content. She has a YouTube series that is a lot of fun and entertaining, but she also, she posts about some serious issues, but she catches it in like this very biting comedy and sarcasm. And she does a lot of um, just, you know, day to day. This is what my, what my life is like 
postings. She posts a lot about, like I said, like some serious issues. She'll do it some seriously, sometimes not so seriously. But it's it's an interesting look at life through her eyes. And for the most part, like I agree with the stuff that she says. I think she's very interesting. I like the the way that she approaches um, content creation of this kind. And I'm also going to mention Alexia Docs, who is, uh, at least I find her primarily on TikTok, but she's also on Instagram. She has some of the most hilarious, hilarious videos. Oh my gosh. She does, she, she has um, like this vast assortment of wigs, apparently, that she puts to great use in all of these sketches that she does. My favorite one, she has a, a series called Tiny Dog. And it's about a woman who tries to take her tiny dog into all kinds of things like on a plane and into a grocery store and on a hiking trail that doesn't allow dogs. And there's always somebody there telling her, um, ma'am, you can't bring your dog in. And so she, she'll like turn around with her platinum blonde wig and, and her sunglasses and she's holding this, this little dog. And she's like, this dog is a tiny dog, smaller than a regular dog. And then there's like a whole song that accompanies it. And it just cracks me up so hard because she, she keeps saying like, you know, th- that dog on your sign is a big dog, but this one's tiny, so it's fine. And then, you know, like there's somebody holding a baby on the plane and she's like, you know, you're allowing the babies and this dog is smaller than the baby, so it's fine. And the people are like, no, that's not how this works. But it's, oh my God, you just watch it. It's hilarious. She's hilarious. She does like a bunch of other stuff, not just the tiny dog stuff. If you're not in tiny dogs, there's other content too. But I, I love her. She, um, every time that a video of hers pops up, I'm just so excited. Awesome. Yay. Yay. And, um, if you have the links, you can send them to me, Carla, or I can try to find them and I'll put them in the show notes for these, for all these things that we are going to be mentioning. I will make sure to put sh- links in the show notes so you can easily just go there, find that content so you don't have to search for it. So we'll make it easy on you. And Tiff? So um, late last year, November, the, uh, I want to say, not, no, it wasn't, I'm trying to remember, I don't think it was Walt Disney Music Hall. It was one of the, one of the performance theaters in the LA area had uh, five performances or a month long slate of performances of the opera called Omar. And the um, opera is about Omar Ibn Said, who was a man who was born in Senegal and enslaved in 1807 and forced onto the Middle Passage and landed into what is into Charleston in South Carolina. The distinction between a lot of um, enslaved people was that he was a Muslim scholar. And he knew how to read and write Arabic. And he wrote his story. It became an opera. And one of the composers of the opera, her name is Rhiannon Giddens. Uh, She's a native of North Carolina. And she is the lead vocalist of a group called the Carolina Chocolate Drops. And she is currently the uh, a creative associate at Juilliard. And she is incredible. Incredibly talented. Not only is she a vocalist, she's also plays the banjo, the fiddle, the guitar. She she is incredibly talented, and her her composition for Omar. They actually um, did a, a a piece on it on um, PBS last year. 
they show snippets of it and it is gorgeous music, gorgeous composition. She's incredibly talented, just so talented. If you, um, she has a lot of, you know, all her own music, of course, through Carolina Chocolate Drops. So if you haven't heard of her, give it a whirl. It's, I mean, obviously everybody has their own taste with music. So you might not like, you know, what folk music, air quotes folk, but she's got a wonderful voice. She's got, um, she's, she's incredibly talented, just, just an incredible artist. So if you haven't seen it, pull up some snippets of Omar because it's excellent. Awesome. Yay. I love that. A lot, of st- a lot of the stuff is stuff I don't know. So thank you, Tiff, for that. That was, that was awesome. I, was so classy. I'm sorry, but like hers was so classy. It was. No, it's because but, it's because of where she's sitting right now. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be no, it. No, but look, 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 look. Dominoes are awesome. Domino art is so cool, and Tiny has like an amazing palette for artwork. So he honestly does. He really does. He gets it from his mama. Well, I'm just going to shout out some female-led or at least co-led podcasts since we are a podcast and more female podcasters need more attention, I think. And if you want to do something for female podcasters uh, right now for this month, the best thing you can do is you can rate and review um, leave those positive reviews because people like to leave, leave negative comments more than they do like than they than positive. Share, 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 share a podcast that you love. Share it with people. That's a great way to get people out there um, and excited and to um, find these podcasts. So I'm going to shout out my podcast brain twin Jen, who hosts the amazing My Streaming Bubble. Uh, which I've been on there. Carla's been on there. I don't think Tiff has been on there yet. I have not had the pleasure, but I plan on it. Yes, you should definitely do that. And I I love Jen so much, uh, but she's amazing. She covers all sorts of different kind of shows and movies and actors. And um, she plays Six Degrees of Nicolas Cage. And so, you know, she just, everything, you can find everything from, Harley Quinn to I was on there talking about one floor over the cuckoo's nest. So it's just a wide range of topics and entertainment. And she is a great host. She's funny. She's sweet. She's knowledgeable. She knows what she's talking about. And I highly recommend her. And she has a great, you know, cast of characters, cast of (laughs) different, different people that come on and guest um, as panelists. And then, uh, of course, I have to give a shout out to Ishelle, uh, who co-hosts Liberty Diner Dish. And, uh, you know, she hosts it with Ken. But Ishelle is just such a great, wonderful person anyway. But she's also a great host. And uh, if you love Queer as Folk, you should be listening to that podcast. Um, if you don't love Queer as Folk, if you never watch Queer as Folk, go watch Queer as Folk and then start listening to that podcast. So go find Liberty Diner Dish as well. And of course, she's been on here a ton of times. We're hoping that um, my curse doesn't extend to Ken again this year. Because <laughs> somehow every time he's supposed to be on, something happens. But yes, so go support Liberty Diner Dish. Uh, and then, of course, uh, sort of brilliant podcast with Lauren and Rachel, who have been on here before. Um, I was on there sorting three Finn characters from American Horror Story. 
want to definitely, definitely say they in no way, shape, or form support J.K. Rowling. They they just are using the formula of sorting, the sorting hat formula. I know my words are probably wrong because I don't know anything about this, even though I went on there. I did research, but I <laughs> didn't know. Um, but it's they take three care, they take usually it's like three characters and they sort them, or sometimes it's four, sort them into the different houses. So it's fun. Uh, I was very proud of myself when I was on there because I did very well. <laughs> nothing about this stuff, but I was very proud of myself. Um, so go listen to them. Big Reputations Pod with uh, Kim has been on a couple of episodes recently, was just on our Angela Bassett episode. Um, and of course, Bex has been on before and they talk about women and their reputations and dive into that and dive into where those reputations come from. And it's big reputations, <laughs> but go check them out. And then of course, another big shout out to Bed, Wed, or Behead, hosted by Carla and Meg. And if you don't know what Bed, Wed, or Behead is, because I know we keep introducing it, but I just kind of assume people know. If you don't know, they take three characters, fictional characters, and they decide whether they're going to bed them, wed them, or behead them. So it's a version of Fuck, Mary Kill. And it's a ton of fun. They drink while doing it. You will find yourself yelling at them sometimes because you may disagree with them. And there may be times when you don't want to ever talk to them again because of their choices. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it happens. It happens. So go check them out as well. And speaking of bed, wet, or behead, we're going to go ahead and close out this episode. And Carla, where can they find Bedwetter Behead and you? Well, Erin, they can find Bedwetter Behead podcasts wherever they get their podcasts every day, all day. They can also look for us on social media stuff. Look for us, our retweets, primarily at this moment, at Bedwet Behead Pod on the Twitter. Look for us on Instagram at bed.wet.behead.pod. Other social media, look for Better Water Behead Podcast. We may eventually start posting on other social media. So don't you want to be first in line in case we do? You can find me and my thoughts and my photography at uh, on Instagram at Carla Temis or my website, carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S dot com. Head, head bobbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tiff has disappeared. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. My my cat keeps getting caught on my sweater. I don't know what she's doing right now. She just won't stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. But <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> I'm pretty much like on all things, but I don't know if I'll answer. So... <laughs> So just keep trying. But I'm at who is tip is me. DM me. <laughs> just keep trying. Just keep trying. If all else fails, reach out to Aaron, to Carla, to Meg. They'll get me. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we'll play telephone. 
I'm sure some of our listeners have no idea what that game is. What is that? What is that? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What do you mean telephone? (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Well, this is Erin. Like I've been saying, you can follow me on Twitter if you really want to at E April Beauty, the E, the A, the B, capitalized, whatever. But (laughs) it's really pointless to follow me there. Uh, but please remember, you know, you, if you loved cocaine bear, you will love Fergie <laughs> and her TikTok account. Way to sell it, Aaron. Uh, so go follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. At Schroeder and Fergs. And make Fergie TikTok famous. Yeah. So we can make her dream of starring in Cocaine Fergie with Penn Badgley come true. I'm just picturing the poster of Penn Badgley. (laughs) (laughs) Fergie with cocaine on her face. (laughs) And then people will get upset because they're like, oh, man, male dogs would be able to get people a lot better. That's right. I'm glad you admitted it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on this show, Cocaine Bear, feel free to reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod.com. Click the contact us button there. That'll shoot us an email. And also, while you're on there, if you are a fellow podcaster um, and or a fellow creator or a actor, writer, director, whatever, and you would like to potentially be part of our marathon stream event on May 20th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific, Pacific, sorry, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, go to our website. It's a fanofthinkpod.com. There's a page titled Marathon Streaming Event. It will have some information there. It'll have a contact us button there. You can also watch last year's event there too. There's a link to the YouTube video there and it should be a ton of fun. We've already got a couple of things that are planned and that we're ironing out too. We could have some more of our unofficial mascot, Christian Effing Bale. We are going to have Supernatural Trivia. And there might be a couple of other things, you know. So <laughs> I, I said that like it's the most exciting, like I have this really big secret. I do. It's going to be amazing, everybody. Come on. Come join the fun uh, and watch me slowly lose my mind over that time. So that's the fun part about it is watching me 12 hours, 12 hours of Aaron. Uh, so on our next episode, we are talking about a very, very, very heavy topic. So just, it's good. It's a really important topic though. Um, I know misogyny, our misogyny and fandom was very he- heavy too. So this one will be too. So this is racism in sci-fi and fantasy spaces. So in sci-fi and fantasy, excuse me. So that'll be our next episode, our Friday episode. And Carla and Tiff will be returning for that. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.